0: Thank you so much for all that you're doing and for providing quality math lessons for my children. So friends, if you're looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com. That's ctcmath.com. you're listening to The Real Kathy Lee on the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network. Thanks for joining me as I share my mom fashions. It's basically my imperfect journey of motherhood. Be prepared to laugh. Maybe cry, but hopefully you're going to be encouraged as I share my failures, successes, and offer some tips I've learned along the way. And remember, you got them. This week I want to start off the show by thanking our regular sponsors, the Ultimate Homeschooling Radio Network and the Homegrown Preschooler. Both help bring you this podcast every single week and we're so grateful for that. Also, we have a special sponsor, Family Life's first feature film, Like Arrows. So excited to tell you about this movie. It's going to explore the joys and heartaches of parenting. We can relate to that, right? With the story that spans over 50 years. It's going to be in theaters across America for a special two-night showing. And following the movie, there's going to be an exclusive after show Um, With filmmakers including the celebrated faith-based Alex and Stephen Kendrick, who I'm sure you've heard of, as well as Family Life Today's Dennis and Barbara Rainey and Bob Lapine. You want to check that out. You're going to be encouraged and equipped with powerful next steps to make Christ the center of your parenting. And I know that's a goal for many, many of us. Like Errors will be in theaters, like I said, for only two nights. It's going to be May 1st and May 3rd. To view the trailer, find Theater Info. Visit likearrowsmovie.com. And if you miss the movie on those dates, you can find find it on digital, DVD, Blu ray versions. Checking out their website, likearrowsmovie.com. Thanks so much, you guys, for sponsoring this show and bringing my hot mess to these mamas across the world. Let's get to the show. Okay, so I mentioned last week. Oh, let's talk about last week for a minute. Did you have chills? Did anybody cry? Um, that one got me, you know, Christy and I have talked about this before, loving yourself. And I know we've, we've had that theme on the show, but there was something fresh about Angie and something just that reminded me that when she said, look in the mirror and say, I love you. I love you. You are beautiful and kind. And it makes me think of the book, The Help, right? Um, Have you ever read that book? Good book. Anyway, um, looking in the mirror and saying those affirmations to yourself, reminding yourself that that you're a daughter of the King, that you are here for a purpose, that you are, are valued, you're worthy. More than just sitting in our robes, as I'm doing right now, I'm sitting in my robe, you know, glasses on early in the morning, talking to you on this podcast, my big cup of coffee. But thinking about, wow, there's big stuff out there. For us, And some days when we're in the middle of the everyday, we don't see that. But I think those affirmations alone are so powerful. So I loved last week. And in fact, it made me start thinking. I am heading out in just a couple of hours, driving down to Florida to get on a cruise ship with my daughter, Grace. And we are going for seven nights with her senior class from Ardeos Academies. It's a hybrid that she attends. And we're going on this cruise ship. And to be honest... All these moms are chatting about you know, all the things they're going to do, and I just can't get into it. I, it's funny. you know. Everybody sees me this massive extrovert, and I am most of the time. But for me, the reason I'm going on this cruise is only one. Well, it's actually two. One is to just spend time with Grace. It's her senior year. We're at the end of her senior year. And I wasn't going to go on this cruise, and my husband said, you know what, this is your chance to be alone with her. And when you have a lot of kids like I do and some of you do, that alone time to pour into these children, even a week, could really make a difference in their entire life. So, I said yes, and I'm going, and I'm tired, and I travel a lot, and I sound whiny and I, I it's poor me, poor me going on a cruise, but I'm going for that and some relaxation. And I hear these moms talking about all the stuff they're going to do, and I'm like, mm, you probably won't see me. You're going to see me either hanging out with Grace, you're going to see me in the corner reading a book and just relaxing. So... Last week's episode talking to Angie, I started thinking, you know, what do I want Grace to walk away with? Here she is, 18, about to graduate high school. My first daughter to graduate high school. I've had some boys, but this is my first girl. And what are the things I want her to know? What do I hope that I have shared with her over the years? What is she going to take away? So if I haven't said these things to her, and I'm sure I have. I'm going to be sharing these things with her over the next week. And I thought that I would share them with you because you're raising daughters and you and, and sons too. And this is important. Most of these are important for every single child. doesn't matter their gender. So these are the lessons I'm going to impart to Grace Cruz 2018. So glad you're here. The first thing I want her to know is I want her just to be herself. Be okay being you. That's what I want our kids to know. I think we spend so many time and wasted effort trying to be something we're not. We think we might be too silly or too loud. And maybe as little kids, like, I'm loud and I'm a chatty Cathy. And I got called a chatty Cathy. And so then you start thinking, oh, loud is bad. I should be quiet. and But quiet is not you. And then you start changing who who you are meant to be. And just as there's, of course, great things about your strengths, being loud. I mean, you have to know, right, when to tone that down and when loud is inappropriate. So I think you have to understand that. But it's who I am. I am loud and energetic and optimistic. I mean, to the ends of the earth, optimistic. believe that it will all work out. And and so I try to be me. And I want Grace to be her. I want her to be comfortable in her own skin being the girl that she was made to be. I think that's one of the most important lessons we can teach our children is to honor who they are, their personality, get to know their personality, and then celebrate that with them and help them learn to celebrate that. So that's the first thing I'm going to tell her. Grace, I want you to just be you. The second thing I want Grace to understand is that I want her to love herself. I want her to look in the mirror and be able to say those affirmations to herself that we talked about and mean it, I love you, I love you. I believe in you. You can do this. You are smart. You are funny, you are kind. you're creative, the things that I see in Grace. She is a talented art artist in every way, makeup artist and pencil and paper artist, and creative with her words and creative with her ideas. She um, can see a problem and try and solve it. She is a go-getter. She, you know, she wants to do her best. And I want her to be able to love herself, know herself, and then love herself. Feel as if she is seen and heard because of exactly who she is. And I want her also to love others. I want every child to walk away from this home loving other people. In our series at church, the sermons have been very... um, convicting talking about the life of christ and talking about loving and really it was talking about how many of us get so hung up and i in theology and i did too and theology is not bad don't misunderstand me but we get so hung up in all that's underneath what christ said love because i first loved you and if we could just focus on that then all that other stuff put under it in its proper place As we're talking through whatever the subject matter is, think, are you loving that person? Is what you're doing loving? Is it loving as Christ loved you? Are you being loving? It really does change your view. And so I want Grace to go through life loving. Not only loving herself, but loving others. And making decisions in every area. Is this loving towards this person? Is this loving? Because if it's not, then we need to pause and think. And I need to do it. Because... Gosh, just this week I was unloving in a situation and 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 now having a struggle trying to get it back right because I made that choice to be unloving uh, you know instead of loving and so it's just something I want her to know and again as I'm sharing this with Grace as you will share it with your children if you do you'll get convicted as well because it's a reminder because we're not there yet, right? This is a journey for us and for them. And I think as we parent, we often learn the lessons ourselves. They're brought back up in our own lives. And sometimes I wonder if it's meant to be that way, that we're meant to teach those lessons so that we will look at our own selves more. The next thing I'm going to share with Grace this week is to make sure she has boundaries. Boundaries set in every area of her life, and boundaries set before she goes into situations. That's another thing that I have learned is so important. You've got to have boundaries. Many years I wasn't very good at boundaries, and I would say yes to things that I felt I should say no to, and I would, you know, feel pushed to take a child for extra week for somebody or make meals when I knew I was stressed out or do all these good things, but. They weren't good for my family and good for me at the time. And, and so there's a balance, right? And I'm sitting here saying loving others, but do you do so much? Is it loving to get out there and love outside your home so much that you neglect what's inside your home? And as a mom, I would say, no, you have to be so careful to guard to make sure you're doing stuff here. But it's more exciting sometimes to make a meal for someone else and to make a meal for your kids again. But you've got to have boundaries. And you've got to have boundaries in relationships. And this grace is, again, 18 and boys are all over and interested, you know. I want Grace to understand her boundaries in that area before she gets herself into a situation. And as I've mentioned before, we talk super open in our family and we talk about everything and we talk details and I want the kids to feel comfortable talking to me about that stuff. So even in that area of relationships um with guys, I want her to have those boundaries set. What are her boundaries? What are her convictions before she goes into a situation? And notice I say her boundaries, her convictions, not mine. Because again, she's growing up into adulthood. It is time that she takes ownership of this area. And she takes ownership of those boundaries. So I want her to have them. So we're going to be talking about that this week. Um, The other thing I want Grace to walk away with is that talking always helps. I don't know if you're a fan of talking, if you're a stuffer. But I have been a stuffer. And as Angie mentioned last week, stuffers also also often end up with thyroid disorders. And we have to be careful with that. And we have to be careful stuffing our issues. We need to talk about them. Talking always helps. So find someone I'm going to tell her to talk to. Find someone safe. You don't have to tell everybody your problems. Not everybody in the world wants to hear your problems. But there are people that can be safe to talk to. I am one of them. I will be safe for her to talk to. And um, she's got some other friends and their moms that are safe to talk to. And talking always helps. And when she finds herself in a situation, whether it's with a partner or a friendship, and she's upset with them, something has offended her or hurt her, I want her to know that talking always, always helps. Now, some personalities need a minute before they talk. They've got to take a break. And they've got to calm down before they can have a conversation. That's okay, too. I want her to know that's okay. But don't let it go away. You know, it's like, don't let the sun go down on your anger. Boy, that's a hard one when you're really angry late at night, right? You're like, ah, do I sleep? Do I get it out? It's always better to get it out. It really, really, really is. So I hope she will know that talking talking really does always help. And the other thing I want Grace to understand, and I'm going to talk to her this week, is that relationships are work. It doesn't matter how great the person is, how much they are for you, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a romantic relationship, whether it's some other daughter relationship, relationships are work, end of story. You will get out of it what you put in it. I believe it with everything in me. Now, do I believe that one person can do enough work and it will be okay? No, I believe that both people in any type of relationship have to put in the work. One person can carry a relationship for short term, but they cannot. So I'm not saying that, you know, hey, if you're over there putting in a relationship and it's not putting a work in a relationship and it's not working, that that's uh, okay. It does take both people to be willing to work. So hopefully she will find friends and a partner one day that is willing to work. But I want Grace to know it is up to her to do her part of the work in any relationship. We all have to do that in our relationships if we want them to work. And I hope she will, you know, she'll take this stuff and listen. Uh, The other thing is a lesson that, boy, I had to learn over time. And it is that, you know what, it doesn't matter how many friends you have. It doesn't. I have a lot of friends. Goodness, I have had a lot of friends. But over the years, the Lord has weeded those friends out of my life. And some people might go, oh my gosh, that's so sad. No, it actually is fabulous. Um, not Nothing against those people. It's not that I still can't see someone or if, I, if they needed something, I would be there. But as far as my intimate, close circle, I know I've shared that before. It is small. The women who know everything about me is small. You know, less, fewer than five, small. Um, and I like it that way because quality is better than quantity when it comes to friendships. Quality is better than quantity. And as you get older, you you will really realize that. And I hope Grace will really realize that. That it is better to have two or three really good friends than a hundred friends that you're really not sure what they're thinking about you and what they're saying about you and the door is closed. And I've definitely been burned by many women who, in, in the name of friendship, you know, have been in kind and i and i think that you probably have too right we we seem to women we can whew, uh, give it to each other and i'm not sure why i think it's because that comparison trap we do or we try and pick our person i don't know what we do that's a whole nother podcast why do we do that but i want grace to understand that it's better to have fewer good friends than many many just okay friends then the last thing and maybe i've said this before on the show but it is worth repeating, and I want Grace to hear it, and I'm going to repeat it to her this week. and not she going to love this week of lessons from her mom? <laughs> lessons on the cruise. Um, I hope she does. But the last thing I want to share with Grace this week is that expectations ruin relationships. <sighs> That's a hard one, ladies, but it's so true. Expectations ruin relationships. I want Grace to be careful about expectations. You know, we expect people to read our minds. We expect people to know exactly what we're thinking without expressing it. And then we get frustrated when they don't follow through. They don't buy us the present we want. How do they not know we were longing for this one diamond necklace from one particular jewelry store in one color? I mean, how would they know that if we've never shared? Or how do they know that it's important for us to, you know, get up and walk every Saturday morning and they left without walking with us. I mean, I don't know. Pick a scenario, right? Expectations are in relationships. And I don't know about you, but I'm so guilty of this one. I'm so guilty of putting expectations, I, especially my poor husband, expecting him to do something and he, he does something else and then I would get frustrated. Well, you can't do that without talking to them. And it goes back to talking always helps. When you have an open you know, type of conversation where you can share, this is important to me, I value this, I need this. Um, That helps so much. So keep your expectations low and then you're surprised often. If your expectations are high, most likely they're unrealistic and no one can meet them. So be careful. Be careful with that one is what I'm going to tell Grace because you will struggle if you have these high expectations of other people. And you'll be disappointed often. So keep your expectations low, and it's better to be surprised. So those are the things I want to share with Grace this week. I hope we get lots of laughs in there. I was recording a podcast um, with Kristen last night called "Not Your Neighbor's Podcast." It's going to be on the. Sh- her, I'm going to be on her show, and she was asking me, you know, what do I feel like has kept our homeschooling time going? And I said those two things: laughter and love. I mean, I think we laugh a lot in this family, and I think we love a lot in this family. And hopefully those are the things my kids are going to walk away remembering. So at the end, I hope Grace and I this week get lots of laughs. I will definitely be loving on her and spoiling her her final trip of a senior year. I can't believe it. it makes me want to just sob. I remember the day I'll close with the story of how Grace came into our life, and then I will wish you well. So Grace, uh, we had been trying to adopt a baby and had been working with a birth mom for six months. And we thought we were going to get this little baby boy. And we did get this little baby boy, Jacob, for 24 hours. And then the birth mom decided that she wanted to take him back. And I remember just sobbing as he was being pulled out of my arms. It was like a horror movie. Um, Couldn't believe that I was losing this child of mine. And it was right before Christmas. And John Michael was so excited about having a baby, and I was our older son, and I was so excited about having another baby. And as he was ripped away, I just couldn't breathe. I, I just can still remember that angst and uh, brokenness. And the next morning, I woke up and left a message on the attorney's voicemail that said, Hey, it's five days before Christmas. We don't have a baby. We told John Michael he was going to get a baby. Sibling for Christmas, if you get a call, let me know, because we're sitting here brokenhearted with an empty crib. You know, it was kind of a just broken voicemail. Fifteen minutes later, yes, fifteen minutes later, I got a phone call that there was a little girl born. She was born addicted to cocaine, and her adoptive family that was about to adopt her backed out because they were concerned about the effects of the cocaine and that she needed a home and that if we were ready, we could come and get her. And so less than 24 hours of having one baby ripped out of my arms, God placed Grace in our arms, and that's how she got the name Grace because we did nothing to deserve such a blessing as this little wild girl. And she was four pounds and had withdrawals, and she was perfect. And she has just been such a joy to see her grow up and as she's about to leave now i pray that we have served her well and i pray we've served her birth mom well and i'm so grateful to uh, charlie for placing her with us and allowing us to parent her and i'm so grateful for the opportunity to pour into her and i pray these final lessons hopefully not final lessons but these lessons on the cruise that i get to share with her will mean something so I hope you have a fabulous spring wherever you are, that the sun is shining and you are out enjoying it and you are pouring into your kids, you're pouring into yourself and someone else is pouring into you as well, sharing love with you. Have a great week. Thanks so much for listening to the show, you guys. I really appreciate it. Take care.